It's all golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. Welcome to another episode of the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. Your host, Evan Golden. Golden TV, as always, here at the studio at the Berman Law Group. Sit back, relax, take a deep breath, because I'm about to take you on a musical journey with the Miss Avita Turner. This lady has rose to superstar sensation from Paris to France, now worldwide, but it did not come easy. We're going to hear her tragedy to triumph story only on the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. All our viewers, we always appreciate your time for joining us. Viewers that are watching, please let me introduce you to Miss Safita Turner. Thank you so much for joining us, taking time and sitting down with us and giving us a tell-all to the life of Avita Turner. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm very, very happy to be with you. Uh, we're excited to have you. And, you know, I, I, I know a little bit about your story and I think it's going to be such an inspiration to our viewers. I think in life, as humans, we've all, you know, had to endure some type of, you know, negative element, whether it's it's a health element, whether it's a financial element, a personal, financial, lifestyle. So many bad things could happen, obviously, in life. And as humans, we're faced with decisions. How are we going to overcome? How are we going to bounce back? And I think that no one has bounced back harder than you. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm so... I'm so, uh, the word I guess you would say, I'm so eager for our viewers, our listeners, and myself just to hear how you persevered, you never gave up, and now I could give you a round of applause that you are a musical superstar doing what you love to do. So unbelievable that you're here now doing interviews in Miami and South Florida. Uh, how does it feel right now? I feel very, very excited because, uh, I mean, nobody was programmed to do an interview in Miami. I'm here for relaxing because I live in Los Angeles. I was very tired. I mean, Los Angeles is very stressful, and I want to go run. I want to go see the Flamingo, and I want to go to the jet ski. And um, I have a couple of uh, contacts and say, hey, you have to do this interview. And I mean, it's going on for months and months. And one day I wake up in the morning, and I see the message, and I say, let me connect with these people that was meant to be. And I'm very happy. This is my first time, actually, to give a, a, a TV or radio interview in Miami, and I think it's meant to be. So I'm very excited to be here, my dear. How about you? No, we're, we're like I said, <laughs> I couldn't tell you how excited we are to hear. Wonderful. I've only I've only really got to hear your your music and watch your videos and, and see your pictures on Instagram, and I'm curious to find out who's inside of this talent. You know, what is the soul? What is the story behind it? So let's kind of go right back to maybe some of your dark times as a child and growing up. You did have to endure tragedy. What what is your story? What 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 happened in your life? Whew, it's very difficult to talk about, but uh, with time, it's more easy. Uh, well, I was an orphan um, when I was two years old. Uh, I really don't like to talk about it. Actually, I didn't know you will ask me the questions, but it's okay. I'm a grown woman. I can face it. I mean, my father killed my mother, and uh, I was two years old, and from there. I was going through foster home, different family. It was very difficult. I was very abused physically and mentally. Uh, to three years to 16, uh, I was scared to talk to people, to school, or to the police. But to the end, they make me very, very strong. Um, I was a little girl who was have no hair and dressed up like a man. Uh, I don't gonna give more detail because it's crazy and very embarrassing. Uh, but it make me who I am. Uh, maybe that's why I like long hair. That's why I buy so many dresses. That's why 
almost look like a man, but I'm a woman uh, because I'm very manly. All my life I have to fight. Uh, you know, I'm not produced by my father, my mother. Uh, you know, I have to look for, uh, after 16, a, a place to stay, you, a meal all my life to to hustle. Still hustle right now uh, in my age, you know. Uh, nothing was easy for me, but uh, it's good, it's great, because maybe it made me a very great person, and my fans can relate to me. Uh, I love people. Um, I have my bad moment, my bad way. I can all see. I cannot always say, "Oh, I'm very strong woman." No, everybody sometimes just you know get depressed and say, "Okay, I'm I'm exhausted. What I can do? I need some support and I want some help." And you talk to God. You cannot be 24 hours a strong woman or a strong man. But uh, next time, next day you wake up, you have to face the music and go back to hustle and continue to, you know, go to the studio, pay you on studio, find the right manager, find the right producer. Oh, it's very very difficult because. Pretty much is a world of men, uh, you know. So you have to deal also with big ego and and uh, manly way. Yeah. <laughs> they've told they've called you the the tiger because of how you were being able to fight and yeah. survive and yeah. feed yourself. Yeah. And you know, hearing that story, it makes sense now. Yeah, they call me the tiger because I was always very aggressive. I mean, if I don't like something, I can be on TV and I'm just gonna tell the truth. I'm not, you know. Uh, I don't know how to. Try to be nice. I'm just going to tell the way it is. And I love it. And my fans love it. You know, it's like that. I don't try to be politically correct or stuff like that. Do many just... of your fans know know your story and what you what you had to go through? Yes. They all know the story after they see me on TV. Uh, one book was right. It's called My uh, Father Killed My Mother Was a Bestseller. It was right for me because a lot of people say they write a book. But that's not true. They don't write no book. You know, they don't write no book. It's just a lie. Somebody write the book. They tell the story. Actually, I'm a, I'm a singer, songwriter, and I'm a writer. So I write the book. But back in the day, I was 18. People say, we cannot publish your book because nobody know you. But I have to have the deal for the epic Sony music and television. So it was M6 Friends. It's like Fox. Everybody wanted to publish the book. And I have a second book. It's called Nightmare in Hollywood. This time, it's going to be in English and in French. Yes. You stay certainly busy, that's for sure. Yeah, I love to. Because sometimes if I'm not busy, I love it for three, four days. And after that, I get depressed again. And I say, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. I have to do something. Make me happy. So so let's, so let's I want to understand how it all kind of comes together. Because you endured the worst thing a child could experience in growing up with no parents. And obviously the way it happened. Did you always have a, a drive or a passion for music, a fire for music inside of you? Or is that something you learned to help escape? How did that transcend? That's crazy, you know. At school, I was uh, get paid to write. Uh, you know, when you're at school, you you have to write a story. You know, we call that uh, dissertations in France. I don't know how you call that in the U.S. You know, you they give you a subject and you got to say, okay, for example, you was a princess. Oh, you have to write a story. So I was yeah, like the best. Creative storytelling. Yes, so I was the best to that. I always have 20, 20 on the 20. So I get paid for that because I always have 19 to 20. So I have like 20 text to do as the writing for the story. So I begin to be a super writer for school. And I begin to write poem and music, but I didn't know I had no access to studio and I didn't know I had no voice actually. I just know I was have a very different voice so I don't like it. I never sound like, you know, Maria Carey with that kind of I was not a smooth singer. I'm like a rocking voice, more like very manly and like a man. I mean like a I don't know, very different. That's what people like it. So that was nice. So um after the offer, and I take my chance and say, I'm going to go to Paris. And I uh, begin to go to school, have a job. I was a host at the Buddha Bar, Barfly, a very fancy place. 
I will sell cigar and cigarette to pay my acting school. So I have a diploma for acting. What was the best? But I mean, just to be natural, it was very different. But everybody I was meeting tried to take me to the studio recording a song. I said, I'm not a singer. Well, we love your rocking voice. It's very different. And this and that and that. And I never leave the studio after this opportunity. It was crazy. Do you think you became an entertainer because growing up you had to... Nothing. You had to, No, but you had to pretend that you were someone... You were a little girl. Yes. And you had to pretend that you were... You were everything, that you were your provider, you were your protector. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know, do you think that you... Very smart, I like that. That's just my perspective no, on it's it. it's very smart, actually. A lot of people did not uh, mention that. Yes. Well, that's because <gasps> I want to make sure the viewers and listeners know that you, you know, not only produced mega hits, but mm. acting so many different movies and shows here, and one of the biggest shows with music that you've done for many years, which is like the, kind of the BET of Paris, correct? Mm-hmm. So... I, I was mean, I was a journalist and... Hosting uh, uh, black television was called uh, was the black beat in France. Now was not that famous at that time. I was just a journalist and a host. I was uh, eighteen years old. Yeah, amazing story. That, yeah, what 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 you had to go through though. So I'm sorry that I did bring it up. But I didn't want to offend yeah, you. I, I didn't th- want to talk about that. But you know what? It, it was like that. So I answer. I was just talking. I'm thinking that because I didn't. I just knew you had tragedy, so I wasn't sure of the story, and. Um, it was probably the most horrible thing you can imagine. So I, I, I feel horrible that I brought it up, but it's okay. Maybe to, it was it, meant to be. But now to look at you and what you've done, because I've seen so much of your work, it, it makes me appreciate it so much more. So I want you, you to understand that Thank you. from someone that's coming out from a different perspective is like, oh my gosh, this is where it's coming from. So that's why it's nice to come on the show and learn about people. Because look, I look at your Instagram, I look at your they videos. They don't know about that. No. That's not always the story of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, tell too much story in, in U.S. I mean, you asking me. No, of course. Uh, well, I look, you've know, learned. You've learned life lessons. Right? I didn't expect that. I was just thinking we're gonna talk about music. But you know, I don't have to hide from nothing. Uh, is is my life story? I have to accept and just going further. Uh, but I think when you don't have anything, you never have the mother and the father. And you see uh, the little girl or the mother put the ponytail on the hair and put it the dress and. Uh, do all this nice thing and you don't you have your haircut and you have a black eyes and you don't know where you're gonna go in next day i mean you have to be different and have a super imaginations also you have a bad side because you have to fight all the time so you almost come like a, a fighter or a boxer a tiger is too much <laughs> you get very strong because it's so much so much uh uh anger and uh, you have to defend yourself constantly and you see all this beautiful little girl with ponytail uh, with a birthday cake with a beautiful pink dress and you don't have nothing and you're like four years old oh my god after 20 I was beginning to go crazy I got this big hair and I want to dress every day and spend all my money on shoes and dress and it's, it's an obsession because I never have anything you know so it's definitely it seems that you were destined to be an entertainer you were destined to be a performer. And what I think is also interesting, reading a little bit about your bio, is that you're, you're, you're like a magnet to music and performing. Coolio, the Turner last name, it seems that you're just connecting yourself in the industry. It's like you're drawn to it. I mean, that was just, uh, I talk about the karma, the destiny. I was in the studio. Uh, I'm from France. They don't know who I was. It was just strong spirit who was meeting as a spirit. They don't know I was... Actually, my name was Noah Fida Turner. It was Leslie. It was a fake name. It was more funky was I was a host for BET. So that was Leslie. My real name is a Fida. But uh, it was been blessing of God uh, in Egyptians and Arabic. 
uh, and I loved that. Cleopatra, I love that. middle names. Uh, yeah, that was my destiny. When you became a Fita Turner, was it harder on your career? You're like, oh my God, now I have to live up to something else. Now, were they judging you or like the family? Like, what was that like when you became a Turner? I need a drink on that one. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's only ice. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, very interesting questions. How can I explain you that? I was living in Paris, I come in Los Angeles, and um, I was recording a song called French Kiss. And um, the engineer was Actoner Junior, who is Actoner's son, who have two Grammys to be one of the best engineers. Actually, he have uh, Grammys for Actoner. Well, I'm so happy because, you know, uh, Actoner is a real, 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 real musician and uh, precursor and pioneer about rock and roll. And just the fact that, you know, young white rock and roll and have this three girl with the wig and the dress and shaking ass and got all this movement. And it's just, it's just genius. So I say, what? Who's going to mix my song? Act Turner Jr. So I write the check and say, it's really Act Turner Jr. And we get along and this mix was so strong and he make me sing so well. I remember about these two big guys who was going to traumatize me. No, you got to go back. I say, oh yeah, it's really Act Turner. So that was crazy. <laughs> So I love this. The seconds was wonderful. And uh, and after that, they like me. They say, wow, we find somebody, but she don't speak very well English at this time. Remember when I, I come to Los Angeles, I come with my little dog. I did not speak no word of English because I'm from Paris. How you want to sing in English? So we love her, but she cannot sing in English. How are we going to do it? Now, years and years come, 20 years. So, you know, that was wonderful. But Junior was amazing, very good uh, engineer. And he bring his brother, who was Ronnie Turner, who was uh, the only son of Ike and Tina. The bass was crazy. And oh, this was, was very tall, like a football player, you know? And I like, you know, I like very masculine guy, like the big hands. And, and he was so nice. And he bring me a glass of champagne and the bass and everything. It was nice. But we began to be friends first. That was the first thing. But he has so many, and then I want to date, so years past he was calling me, and I don't want it. Was, oh, it wasn't instant. No, because Ronnie was having too many issues. <laughs> <laughs> My bag's in the pawn shop. <laughs> I have a shoe in the, and everything was crazy. See, he's very crazy. Years past, oh, he said, I have some track for you. So I take, it was no Uber, I take it. It was on Victory, you know, in the valley, so from Beverly State. I said, oh my God, this guy is good. The, the, the beat was amazing, it was very strong, very rock. And you know, all night long, he was, he was not very good with the lyrics, but I write lyrics. So I gave to Ronnie each other the lyrics. Next day I wake up, I have like three songs. I say, oh, I'm gonna keep him, you know, I'm gonna do a song. So we begin to be partner, not lover. And after that, years and years, so there we go. On my birthday, he asked me to be his wife with the cake and the dog was drunk, he ordered the cake, the cake was on his face. That was crazy at the debut there. That was crazy. <laughs> All craziness. That was like a movie. So I said, okay, we see. So I take the ring or whatever. I was not sure, but we go to the studio working out and everything. So to come to the Turner family after that, I meet Ike. Uh, oh, Ike was uh, actually very, very, very nice guy. A lot of people don't know that about Ike. Ike is a very generous and will help you with the mix. Uh, with a place to stay or give you a job. It gives break to people. You know, it was just about the movie. It was uh, a fiction. I did not say about his personal life with Tina. I'm talking about a lot of the rest was not true. You know, it was a portrait for Hollywood story fictions. 
So after that, I met Ike, and uh, it was very nice. He was a wonderful man. Um, tried to get me in a studio and get me a cup of show with Ronnie, but you know, Ike passed. I mean, a years later. So yeah, it's life. And, and Tina, you, what was your guys' relationship like? Well, you know, Tina. I meet Tina after Ike. Um, the first time we meet, um, hmm, I think she kind of looked me in my eyes for a couple of, couple of uh, 10 or 15 minutes. It was too shocking maybe for her. I don't know because, you know, she's from France. I'm from France. And I know it was, it was you know, it was a, a strong connection. So it was very, very nice. Uh, and we enjoyed the lamb shop and the champagne and the red wine. In the same time, and we don't know we all the same stuff. It was, it was very, very, very... It seems that you both have some similarities. Maybe too much, you know, sometimes. You know, for a big legend like her, it's not that good to see somebody with so much uh, spirit <laughs> or whatever. But it was very nice. But I, I really enjoyed so it. So you're working with Ronnie and Ike, and then once you do get married to Ronnie, did the music change? Did the business change? Or was it always the same with Tina and Ike and everyone kind of working together? No, Ike passed away. Uh, Tina was uh, retired, and she was definitely not uh, going to promote somebody like me. <laughs> You know, I mean, whatever, I understand. But me, you know, nothing changed. You know, I, I did my first song in 1998 and uh, write and produce. And I sang with Sony Music, not that kind, in 2002. It was in French. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not somebody who was uh, produced by big names. I was not produced by my father or my mother. I mean, you know, I was a... Uh, I'm, a, I'm an orphan who was hustling, and I love that. Uh, I did not meet the right producer yet. I was always my own producer. I never find the right manager because they don't have the fucking balls. They're not good. I was always better than them. I mean, real talk. Maybe they think I'm crazy, but it's true. So they all come with interview and contract, but I didn't want to sign it. What you going to do better than I do? You know? So to the point I was still an independent. Now is a real stuff coming up with the real situations. And I say, look, we have 35 shows for you. We got three albums. We have this and that. I will maybe give him 30%, but right now I feel good the way I am. Music changed so much, you know? Most people who have a recording contract, they affect star. They're not real fucking rock star. They don't write. They don't produce. On stage, you know, they don't relate to the fans. They don't have a real story. You're just a it's puppet. all fake. You're a puppet, right? I mean, I don't know. They are, you have rock star, you have pop star, you have rock star, and you have fake star. I make that. Fake star. I mean, what are you doing? I don't understand. And, and they have uh, three millions on Instagram. Uh, some people don't know him. They, it's, it's just very bizarre to me. I'm not at all. I'm 43 years old, but I cannot relate it that much. I'm such a big fan about the 18, the 19 with the real bands, and I mean, when people was, would write the song and go with the home in the studio, it was a real thing, you know? Uh, now, I mean, everything changed. I mean, it's coming rock star, pop star, fake star. It's real. I never heard of the term fake star. Yeah, me either, actually. We, we have to make that. <laughs> Get a new label. Is that discouraging star. to an artist that, you know, you see what you've been through and going the grind and doing it the right way, and you see how... You know, a producer or, or a marketing or PR company could basically build a fake rock star. They do. Uh, no, because um, when they're on stage, you can see there's no continue, there's no balls, there's no energy. The mm. interview is whack. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not strong. It's, it's not strong. But there's so much money behind, you know. Then now they do a video, they will put a million dollars. 
then the video is going to be platinum. Um, or play the song on the radio and put a million dollars and you come number one. It's so fucking fake. You know, it's so stupid. You, you, I mean, you asked me some question then I never answered before. Fans going to be go crazy on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. Is it hard for you to just kind of be authentic, especially because everyone wants to portray like you're so perfect, but nobody's perfect. Oh, I'm not perfect. Nobody I is. fall of shit sometimes so much <laughs> and everybody know it. I'm like, I'm like, I'll get angry and stuff. <laughs> So that's a pretty wild story. So you, you, you end up, before before even though you joined the Turner family and married Ike and Tina's son, Ronnie, didn't you almost get married to Coolio? Yeah. Coolio, Gangster's Paradise Coolio. Right. Man, you guys, you might have been the best hair couple in the world with his hair and your hair. That was in 2002. We was, actually. It, <laughs> it was in 2002. Yeah. Was it love, lust? Was it publicity? <gasps> I have my breast take away. No, it was really real. It was so real. You don't know who I was. You don't know who I was. I was just walking out of seeing this space. It was crazy. First, I didn't want to, uh, but he was very aggressive. I mean, for a couple of months, call, call, call. I said, no, it's not good for me. It's not good, you know, it's what he's going to do to me. You know, you have, you know, a little French. I was 26 years old. Can you manage 20 years? And uh, so we meet and, you know, I like because I love to eat a lot. And he's an excellent chef. And I love the good red wine and the, the good champagne. And uh, he was doing that a lot. And it was very nice. He was very, very, very nice to me. Um, and he's an excellent artist, actually. Uh, and he's precursor. I mean, in France, in London, in Europe, one of the first rappers that we know was Coolio. was so huge. So huge in France, London, Germany, uh, Egypt, Saudi, Ibiza, Spain, um, Belgium, uh, Dubai, Russia. Coolio, I mean, that's the first rapper that we know. It was Coolio. And people, you know, you know. after that we have, after him we have uh, Snoop Dogg with Gene and Juice. And after that we have Warren G. But Coolio was crazy in Europe. He was like, oh my God, it was like a super rap about, star. You're about that West Coast life, girl. Yes, and uh, I think he's a very great artist. Uh, he writes very good. Um, his performance is good. He's way better than all his people. And a lot of people try to stall his look, you know, like Travis Scott tried to be a gangster with, with the braids like that. They, 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 they're not real gangster, you know? Coolio's a real fucking gangster, a real motherfucker, no hey, matter what, you know? I'll tell you what, I saw him actually perform live, and he's... It's very good. He, he's not just someone you think that's rapping over no. time. He brought a saxophonist. Cra- yeah. He, yeah. He brought a whole ensemble, a whole band. band. It was it was unbelievable. It's crazy. It was unbelievable. Yeah, he always I'm actually. Well, when you look the first song with uh, Stevie Wonder, it was already a classic, and after that, he did another classic from always big songwriter. Uh, yeah, the show uh, with uh, Jerez was a, a longtime friends and his wife, uh, saxo player, and also the the guitar. No, it's, it's a wonderful show. Yeah, could you um, could you really deserve a success? I just think he's more dope than all this young rapper, and he, he, he in you know he, he's dope. Yeah. I think you still got a lot of love for him. We're not here to promote Coolio, okay? On <laughs> 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 my relationship, we have to fix that. Speaking of promotion, this jewelry you're rocking is fabulous. I understand that you're creating your own jewelry line right now, mm. and and I want to hear all about this because this look this is is cool stuff. It's Pretty elegant and this is, extravagant this is a, a little bit. So. Yeah, this is a crazy story. Again, I'm talking about the universe. Um, what happens, uh, we'll have a lot of love for her. Anais Nail Spa was one of my sponsors doing my nails. 
was talking about the jewelry line. She said, hey, I have a Stefano Andorfi, who was on my business partner, who is very big in Italy. We do diamonds. I said, he's not, not going to do diamonds for me. I like him because with Golden, I heard he's the most famous goldsmith of all the land. Right. <laughs> you too, right? So we, we have to do more after that. We talk later, right? <laughs> so um, I said, we're not going to do diamonds for me. I mean, come on now. So we meet with Stefano, the Italians do all the diamond and you have like a real certificate in Italy. It's crazy, right? Uh, they come with a jewelry line, Afida Turner star, you know, by Afida Turner. And there's gold and platinum and it was really good with my nails. Actually, it's one of there. I didn't know we we're going to talk about that with the black nails, with the black nails. What do they look for 25 years? Now everybody's doing the witch nails, but I do that for a long time. So we have this magic uh, magic ring here and the star for the fans. Platinum, red, and black. And sign of Fida Turner, love uh, for the fans. So we really do that, you know, with a real, real professional. What's amazing. So every fans can go on afida.com and get star by afida. It's a good night with the holiday season approaching. Get your yeah, gift yeah. ideas now. Yeah, but really, you know, we don't make millions over that. It's more like no, yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's just unique, different stuff, and, and there's a meaning behind it, which I like. Is the story behind? Yeah, it, so. the afida turner inside. You know, much love is they love that, and uh, you know, after we do more concert, we'll do more. But right now, it's, it's, it's nice gift for the friends. Come, my fans are friends, a family. I mean, you know, I answer to almost all the messages on Instagram. Um, I don't have a people who are doing that. People say, it's really you. I say, yeah, the only one. I mean, I do everything, you know. I love my fans. Um, I have like 90% of my fans, they're gay. And they only love Madonna and, you know, Big Diva, Cher. Uh, I'm very, very happy. They follow me for 20 years. They are the best. And I also have so young fans. they like 14 to... 45, they follow me for 20 years. It's amazing. So the one who was 20, they're 40 now, plus the young. Uh, yeah, with not millions behind me. I mean, just to be just, a, you know, a regular artist who do everything on my own. It's crazy. The fans, I mean, the best, they're the best. Yeah. Who are some of your musical inspirations? Wow. I'm a, I always be a big fan of James Brown. My God. Who I meet. Oh, when I talk about something serious, I have an anxiety attack three times. You're going to get it. Jane Brown, my God. One of my dear friends, name is Marla Glynn. She's from Chicago. She's a serious blues singer. She worked with Nina Simone and me. I'm a keba. I met her when I was, you know, very poor. I was uh, sold cigar and cigarette at the Buddha bar. She was already a super rock star, blues singer in Paris. And, and, and she sent me tickets. I'm taking you tomorrow to see Jane Brown. I didn't know, believe her. A fucking limousine come and she come pick me up from the Buddha. I like mid general. I was 19 years old. I was like, wow. It was crazy. It was so nice to me. We did wonderful pictures. But back in the day, you know, we didn't have the iPhone and the Instagram. So um, it was very nice. And uh, so general was my favorite. Um, after that, of course, on the personality and the writing, I love Prince a lot. And I love Apollonia and the sexual I mean, it's that all that kind of very kinky entertainment stuff. I think it's wonderful. Um, and after that, I like a lot of rock, um, rock singer, um, and a lot of old singer like uh, Otis Redding. 
I love Jameson Grime, who just passed away. I like different singer than what I can. I don't want to hear myself. I like that kind of big singer. Do you I listen to your own music? Are you like? Oh no, no, no. Because there's a lot of artists that they <laughs> I own. No, I don't want to hear my ass. I mean, I got enough about myself for all these years and the hair and the interviews. I'm scared. I don't want to hear me. I don't want to see me. No. I just want to cook and watch a movie. It takes me two months to see an interview. It's horrible. I mean, I see so many staff. The face is so big. The hair is so big. And the voice. And it's, it's, it's not, I mean, I'm scared. I'm scared of my own self, yeah. I mean, I'm not supposed to see that, but yeah. No, hey, no me. Be real. I'm maybe going to watch the video with the mix. After three glasses of wine, I'm so scared. I say, oh, my God, let me go back. I'm scared. I'm going no, back. you're fabulous. You're fabulous. Is there an artist on the bucket list that you need to perform, collab with? Hmm. Wow. I mean. There could be multiple. Actually, I don't have no idol. Um, everybody can come with a, it don't have to be, everybody can come and step up the game and do a nice thing with me. It don't have to be super famous or whatever because, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I always look for somebody can also collaborate with me and maybe give me a better experience so we can share. Sometimes people, they are not famous. They're better than all the people that are famous for the shit because they're not good. They just got the money and the luck. And I see somebody else on the studio doing some stuff. It's almost crazy. They are so good. I like to fuck with more people like that, actually. All right, so you just heard it, viewers and listeners. If you are musically talented out there, Send a DM over here to Fida. Show her right. what you got. She's looking for someone to discover a real artist, someone that she could collab with. So that's cool. Hey, I love that answer. Yes. they, they, they Actually, they're better than this, all these big people, you know. They, they're very good. Well, of course, there's also some big people that are very good, of course. You know, everybody have a dream to do collaboration with somebody. But, uh, yeah, well, very open. There's a lot of musicians out there that have a dream to do a collaboration with you. So let's maybe Yes, do that also, yeah. I'm very open. Just don't send me just a beat. Where is the prop demo? Because I got enough about the beat. I want to hear the prop demo. You heard it. <laughs> we can adjust my lyrics, but this is the thing. They send you so many songs. It's just a beat. No, where's the prop demo? You have to hear the prop demo. Very important. Send it right, not just the beat. Yeah, I mean, beat, I have beat everywhere. I do a beat. Well, speaking of beat, let's play and share with our viewers, listeners, Born an Angel, the new music video by Afita Turner. I am excited now to share why Afita Turner came on our program to share with all our viewers and listeners her new music video, Born an Angel. Here we Sweet misery I 
Lost the fight was temptation, sweet misery I was born in angel, my heart is weak It's the curse of my nature, I can't break free Your touch was so real There was nothing I would not do for you But this love that I feel Takes me over, I can't deny Unbelievable! That might have been the hottest, sexiest video I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! Okay. When you, when, all right, I know you don't love to watch yourself. You just watched that video, right? You look good, by the way. Like, no, you don't look good. You look perfect and doing what you love and dancing. I mean, what, what are kind of the words and reactions after watching that video? From your perspective. Well, well, Born in Angel is a song that I write and produce and I also write the treatment. Uh, and we shoot actually in Miami. I did everything. Uh, but I have a good guy. His name is Gary Brown. Gary Brown did uh, the come with everything I write and the story. So we shoot that two years, three years ago in Miami. It's beautiful, Bonnie Angel. Uh, beautiful song club. Uh in Miami Beach, but I really want a cage, so we have the cage, and and of course the very dramatic hair and half it, and it was you know it was very very animal, and I love that animal uh, size and the energy. It's very nice. What about um, reading the comments on the video? Does it upset you that people think you know fake ass, fake boobs, fake hair? And writing all this, I mean, you're, did you're, they say that? Yeah, and you're a forty-year-old. They don't say that. Yes, they do. Wow, I'm not for the opposite. Don't read that stuff. Did you no, see pe- that? Listen, when people comment, <laughs> they're only writing negative stuff. Right. You're you're in your forties. You must work hard. Forty, uh, forty-three uh, next week. Yeah. How do you? Re- I mean, do you have to respond and be like, you know, bitch, this is all real? Like, what is? How do you? Yeah, actually, I'm not for that. I'm not in friends for that. I mean, that's my fucking hair. It's not a wig, okay? Uh, this is blown by Miami. I just, I just, my roots, it's my leaves, my nose. It's very manly and very rock, and I love it. Everything is mine. Uh, my ass, my breasts, my legs, and I love it. It's my nails, actually, too. I just have a gel red. Yeah. But it's just very... Um, well, that's the society we live in. Everyone thinks everything no, is No, but, you now. know, no, they're right. I'm very tired, too, about this woman with a fake ass and all the wig. They do L'Oreal. They do Revlon. They don't have no fucking hair. That's my hair. And everybody copycat my shit. I'm tired about that. I will not say no names, but you better stop your shit <laughs> before I tell you and show all the pictures. I mean, this is my hair. Uh, everything is real, but people just copycat. They go to Paris 
they go to Europe and come in US and think nobody gonna know. But you know, now you cannot get away with nothing because Instagram, especially when you, like me, come from 1998 to 2002, people know bit and you stole my look. You wanna be look like a rock star, but you don't have no fucking hair. Are you weak and you, you're not a rock star? You're just a daddy's girl or whatever. They all try to do that. But about fake ass, I'm tired about the fake ass too. But what what can do? At the, yeah, I mean, men know in the bed, but in the many time we, woman like me who is 43, we have to compete with uh, the, the, the implants like Kim Kardashian. I mean, Kim Kardashian, something like that. <laughs> She's got fake one? I mean, I don't know. I mean. Well, think, people don't know if yours is fake. Mine is very real. Everybody know that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for that. Yeah, it's real. But you know what? Maybe if I win, no, I have no ass. I would maybe not stay like that. It's so embarrassing to know I'm no ass. Yeah, what you gonna do? Stay with no ass? And be an ass? Maybe you fix your ass, right? <laughs> well, let it be known, viewers, listeners, everyone watching this interview and this show, 100% real, this girl right here, inside and out. Especially, yeah, inside and out. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Let it be known. Uh, you know, uh, listen, ignore the hate. Don't respond to that. Just trolls and internet people that are dealing with their own hate and anger trying to share it with you. So you shouldn't read the negative comment to respond to that. You know you're real. Actually, I didn't know about this comment. Everything is so beautiful. Are you sure you read that? Yeah, they, they said that. that How many? Three comments? A couple, not a lot. Really? I just, see, I just read the negative one. On the video? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, God. I have to erase that and load it. You can delete it? I want to block him. No, you want to block him? Oh, come on. Oh, yes. I want to be mean. <laughs> Why not? Don't destroy my art. I refuse. I don't want no negativity. Yeah? Keep the negative energy away. Right, exactly. Speaking of negative energy, you've obviously lived a, a wild, crazy rock star life. We like to do something on our show called Providing Golden Nuggets. I got some golden nuggets here. keep these. It's good luck. I want you to share some golden nuggets with our viewers. It could be a life lesson that you've learned. Oh, wow. It could be wisdom. Share with our viewers so Avita Turner's golden nuggets of life. So Avita Turner golden nuggets for life is good luck and good karma and um, just energy. Good energy. I love you and we see you very soon for another interview. <laughs> <laughs> Born in Angels obviously a smash. That's a hit. New song coming out? Yes, we did recording a walk song in LA and begging for more with uh, the beautiful Marla Glenn, uh, blues American singer. It's very nice. It's coming soon. I'm excited to hear that. And what I really want to read, and I, I, I thought you were going to bring me one, so I'm a little upset. I understand you have a book called Nightmares of <laughs> Hollywood. Yes. Why didn't you bring me a copy, first of all, one? Tell me about this book because I need to understand. I, I love Hollywood nightmares. I think people love and crave kind of the Hollywood gossip and the dark side of Hollywood and what goes on. What is this book all about? Well, Nightmare in Hollywood is about, you know, you can meet some fantastic people. A lot of stuff can go very right, but also they don't want to tell about the wrong stuff that can happen, you know, when doors close uh, in a movie, in the music business uh, in Hollywood. So it's called Nightmare in Hollywood, and it's very good for, you know, all the French people who dream about to come in Hollywood, or maybe some people from Germany or Europe, or maybe some people from, uh, you know, Tennessee, uh, Michigan. But actually, I write that more for my fan base because the first book was a bestseller of my father and my mother. We sold 200 copies with Michel Lafon. This one, their Nightmare in Hollywood, they will explain as a TV star. So oh, this book's not done yet and ready yet? No, it's, it's already finished. It's not, pub it's not published? No, it's not published. All it's right. coming for 2020. 
but they show as a rock star, TV star, uh, who was an orphan and you know somebody from the street who make it. Come in Hollywood, it's not that easy. And what's happening and how is the journey and all that. So it's good for all these people to say, oh, I want to go to Hollywood. I want to be a mo uh, movie star. <laughs> I want to be a, oh, yeah, okay, read that shit. <laughs> That's but there's also, thank God, there's also some beautiful message where you meet angels and very nice people, very positive people. People were correct. What happens to me in Los Angeles, I meet some wonderful people. So it's not only about the dark size. It's nightmare not it for the beginning, but you also have a good ending. So, yeah. All right, so we got that book coming 2020, the new song, and also a TV show as well you're working on? Yes, of course. Well, you know, I'm that's, that's, I'm known for that. Huh? I was a singer-songwriter before, but I make more money and more success on TV because, you know, people on TV are so boring, and people <laughs> want to see some real people. So, yes, yeah, the that on her show uh, will just, uh, you know, me be in the studio, uh, look at my fans, meet my fans, do concert. Uh, see me in Miami perform, see me in France, see me in London, see me in Los Angeles, um, walking on my jewelry line, walking on my book, my closing line. I also have the affidavit on a bikini. Uh, how is my journey? How is my life? Um, to Paris, to Hollywood. There's the, the TV show's called uh, Affidavit on a show must go on. Wow, so you are a busy woman. This is a, a lot of exciting stuff. So definitely we'll check out the book for 2020. I'm going to read that. You can send me a copy, sign it. Uh, with pleasure. I will sign you a dedicast with a big kiss. Mwah. Put some nice lipstick on of there for always. me. Always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got the book, obviously the TV show, and a lot more music in store. Yes, I would like to just give you a very, very nice message. I love you for all my fans in Miami, in the state of America, and of course the Paris and the French and the European. I will see you very soon for an interview for my concert. Mwah. Kiss you very soon. <laughs> I love that. I need you to play one fun game with me, okay? Okay. Fida, I cannot have you leave without playing a game that we play with all our guests. We call it word for word. So mm -hmm. I might say an object, maybe a name, maybe mm -hmm. a city. You have to say the first word that comes to your mind. Mm -hmm. You have to be brutally honest. Mm -hmm. You cannot lie. Mm -hmm. And you understand the rules? Mm -hmm. All right, excellent. So welcome to the game. Viewers and guests, now I bring you on the Talk Only Video Podcast show, Avita Turner playing word for word. You understand the rules. You can say the first word that comes to your mind. Producers, give me that game show music that you play behind that I love. That is it. Okay, are you ready? Say the first word that comes to your mind. Miami. Miami Vice. Stars. Star Church. France. France and Paris. Tiger. Tiger Hood. Real. The Real Show. Art. Afida Turner. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> American Woman. Good. Hollywood. <laughs> My album, Paris Hollywood. Natural. Natural Woman. Love. <laughs> wow. Love. Love is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Proud Mary. Keeping rolling. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. That was word for word with. I don't know. Do I like how I say your name? Fita? You have to say it like that. I feel like you have to say your name like that. You can't just say it normal. <laughs> you just say Avita too. You have to say Afita. You, uh, to... you want to do like me? Are you crazy? Yeah. Oh my God. Afita Turner. Right. But you don't have to do like my accent. I have a big accent. It's very dramatic. I'm trying to learn it. It's so dramatic. Afita Turner. Look at you speaking like an American. You think so? No, my French accent is AV. You did password for word. You have to do something for me now. Okay. 
I'm scared of you. All our guests have to eat a piece of gold, and I'll eat it with you. And this will go into your body. I'm scared. What is that? It is pure gold. <sighs> and I'm going to eat some with you. Are you sure? Yes. I can really eat that? Yes. Once this goes into your body, you'll be filled with pure golden energy and aura. People have said it's orgasmic. Oh, my God. I feel so much more rich in gold. Give me that. Keep, I need keep it. I give it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's gorgeous. That's amazing. Oh, my God. This sounds like metal. It's very strong. It's like, that's real gold, huh? Yeah. That's real gold. Wow. I'm not messing around. Wow. I give that. Just a little bit. Afida Turner, I appreciate you so much for coming on our show It was show a pleasure. Today. I wish you a very, very good holidays and a very Christmas. My birthday comes next week, and I will send you the book, of course. I appreciate that. We keep that. in touch. We see you very soon, Miami. I love you. We out of here. Pais, thank you for oh, joining us for another episode of the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. Always as in the studios at the Berman Law Group. The beautiful, the talented, the wonderful, the strong, courageous tiger herself. Avita Turner. Him too. That's why we're here. God bless. Thank you. Peace. We out of here. Peace. Thank you for joining us.